At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Greg Oop Spears and holding it down tonight for Scott Seidenberg. And great to be with you guys tonight. We've got a loaded guest list and Right now, we've got a loaded amount of content because we've got ourselves the second half getting started here in the next few minutes of the Celtics versus Miami Heat. I'll give you the second half line, and then I'll tell you guys what's all on tap for tonight because got to get you guys up to date here right now. If you're looking at betting this thing for the second half, Heat, they're down 55-49 to 49 at the half. Your second half total, it has went from an opener of 102 to half. A lot of places, they've got it at a 103, so... Wound up having 104 points in the first half. Pretty much, you've now got a live total right around a 207 and a couple books, 207 and a half. And right now, Miami, you need them to pretty much just win the second half to be able to win a second half bet. Right now, they're a half a point favorite to a pick them in a lot of spots. Right now, down by six. So, need them to get within five. So, that's what we're taking that look at right now with regards to this one. As the Heat wound up closing as three-point underdogs in a lot of spots right now. Celtics up by six and... Closing total was anywhere between 197 and 198. Thought that was a little bit too low and thus far, but on a little bit of an overpace, but we've seen it throughout the NBA playoffs. Lots of, I guess you'd call them droughts, and then a lots of scoring outbursts. So we're going to see what winds up happening in the second half, and that will set what we're going to be getting with regards to the NBA Finals. As we're going to have a lot of folks on this show tonight being able to talk a little bit about what we're getting across the playoffs in general. We're going to be joined in about 15 minutes by Dave Tooley. He does a great job following all the trends here at VEASAN. It doesn't matter whether it's obviously the NBA and NHL playoffs, but he also does a great job with USFL. We've been seeing some nice trends there. He's been doing a great job of taking a look at everything we've got for baseball. So he's going to be joining me right around 7.15 p.m. Pacific time. If you're out there on the East Coast, that'd be 10.15 p.m. And then a few minutes later, Dwayne Colucci does a great job over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook as the sports director over there. He's going to be joining me at 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Hour number two, we've got we've got Will Hill does a great job with the New York City cast. Also does a great job taking a look at the game of basketball. Also does a nice job with regards to MLB. He's going to be joining me. And then we're going to have Mr. Andrew Cayley. He has joined me a lot on my baseball show. He does an amazing job taking a look at a wide variety of things, including college football as well. So we're going to need to talk a little bit about that in the second hour, final hour. Justin Perry does a great job with Odd Checker, does an amazing job taking a look at the game of baseball. He's going to be joining me, so we are locked. We are loaded. We've got a lot that's going to be going down on the show tonight, and 
We've got a lot of action that's going to be going down in general with regards to Memorial Day. One of just the best racing periods of the year as well because we wound up seeing the Grand Prix go down in Monaco a little bit earlier today. You always have the Indy 500 this weekend as well. So just so many great races that are going down. And we're also going to be having ourselves a big-time game out there in the NHL for Monday as well. So just a great weekend in general when it comes to sports and when it comes to baseball. We've right now got one game in action as well with the New York Mets currently leading the Philadelphia Phillies 3-1. to one. If you're looking to be able to jump in on this one live, you're going to be laying a lot of juice if you think that the uh, New York Mets are going to be able to pull this one out. Currently, you've got no outs and a man on first, so you've got a little bit of a scoring opportunity with Kyle Schwarber at the plate right now. If you're looking at this live, you're going to be finding the Mets Right around minus about a thousand ish. If you think that the Phillies can wind up coming back and just exact revenge for what has happened to them a little bit earlier this season, you may recall the Phillies wound up blowing a six run lead in the ninth inning to the New York Mets. Well, you're going to be able to get a pretty solid price. This went down to plus four dollars, by the way. So we've seen a little bit of shrinkage there. But Chris Bassett, Zach Wheeler, both relatively solid starts for their team. So we're going to be taking a little bit of a look at that as we're going to be hitting fun. A lot of what we're going to be getting on Memorial Day for Monday here throughout the show as well with regards to the MLB as going to have a lot of interesting starters when it comes to these games. Right now, we are finding out a little bit more about what we're going to be getting with regards to the Milwaukee Brewers and Chicago Cubs. So right now, if you wind up opening up your betting app and you're noticing, hey, I can't bet on all these games for Monday. Well, we've got a lot of TBD starters. So hopefully along the way, we're going to be able to Get a little bit more intel as to who's going to be starting for some of these teams. And then I'm able to pass along numbers a little bit easier as well. But something that really did wind up standing out to me with regards to what we wind up seeing on Sunday. And this is something that we want to be taking a look at moving forward. I, this time of year, do mostly a lot of Major League Baseball. We wind up seeing a lot of totals that it looked like it was going to be under. And then they wind up hitting with regards to the over. As to be exact, I know that. I was chatting with Dave Tooley. He's going to be joining me in a few minutes. Always oh, does an amazing job of being able to take a look at the trends of Major League Baseball. But we have, as of right now, with this game between the Mets and the Phillies pending, we have seen, I believe now, 11. We've seen the favorites go 11-3. and three, And I believe that we've got over half games going over the total as well. As you wind up seeing the very early game between the San Francisco Giants and the Cincinnati Reds look like a dead under winds going over. You wound up seeing that a little bit later. You wound up seeing the Nationals and the Rockies get a little bit harebrained late with a late overcoming through there. The Milwaukee Brewers put up eight runs on the St. Louis Cardinals to be able to cash that game over. And I do think that that's something that you want to be taking a look at moving forward because bullpen ERAs have actually been significantly lower this year than we found in the past. You may recall in past years, you've heard many more people than we've seen this year advocate for a lot of those first five because you want to be able to just take the bullpen out of the equation. You don't know who's going to come out there. You don't want person X blowing the game. I, We all have our bullpen guys that have wound up blowing them for us. A few years ago, he's now retired, but Fernando Rodney, I used to call him Fernando oh no Rodney because every single time I had a bet on one of the teams that he was on, he would come into the game and he would just light it on fire. I'm sure that many of you guys feel that way about Insert your reliever here. I'm looking at you, Wander Swearow, who's currently not on the Washington Nationals, but would just always like games on fire. So I mean, we all have those not-so-trustworthy relievers, and I think more and more of them are going to be coming out as the season winds up going along because 
you are seeing just the bullpens in general getting a little bit more tax, even though it's been a little bit of a lower scoring season thus far. We have been seeing more and more overs being hit because, for one, we have seen the books really adjust a lot of these totals. Like with the Yankees versus Rays, we wound up seeing a six and a half out there. We're seeing fewer six and a halves over the last, we're going to call it two weeks, but still wound up seeing a good amount of sevens out there. So we clearly are seeing a little bit of a dip with regards to totals as opposed to past years. And I do think that that's something to really take a look at. And the underdogs, they have been doing very well this weekend. And overall, they've been seeing a little bit of an uptick. I'm going to be talking to Dave about that in a few minutes. But something else we've got to talk about as well is just what are we going to be able to get with regards to the NBA Finals, depending upon if it winds up being the Heat or the Boston Celtics. Second half just wound up getting started, and you wound up having a bucket to start off that second half for the Miami Heat. Because if you take a look right now, going into what we were going to be getting in this game, the Golden State Warriors right around a minus 175-ish favorite at DraftKings to be able to win the NBA title. This, you got to think, is going to adjust a little bit based upon if it's the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics with the Heat. In a Game 7, being an underdog on their home floor, you've got to think that it's a number in which you're probably going to get better than a minus 175 if it is the Boston Celtics, barring, of course, there being some sort of a strange injury. And this has been a series in which it's been played a little bit more like a football one because... I mean, we saw Jason Tatum get a little bit of shoulder injury. You wind up seeing Marcus Smart wind up missing a pair of games in this one. Jimmy Butler has been playing banged up. Kyle Lowry has been hitting the floor left and right. I mean, boy, oh boy. It has been a lot of physicality in this game. So I do think that taking a look at this is very important to be able to project forward, whether it does wind up being the Heat or the Boston Celtics that winds up coming out and winds up playing in the finals. But I certainly do think that we're going to be taking a look at a spot in which I do think that the Warriors very secure with regards to being able to win a title. I think that the Celtics would be a better matchup. I think that they would provide a little bit more of a speed bump because this is a Celtics bunch that has been just tremendous on defense. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. You've got a little bit more balance in general as well because Jimmy Butler, give him credit, last two games, including the one that we're seeing right now, he has been doing an amazing job. He wound up having 24 points in the first half in this one against the Boston Celtics, but you just take a look at the rest of this Miami Heat team. You're relying upon guys like Max Struess to be able to get you to the finish line. P.J. Tucker, love what he was able to do for the Milwaukee Bucks last season. Not a guy that at his advanced age, you want him to go up against the Golden State Warriors. And I think that the question is very valid in a Miami Heat versus Golden State Warriors series. Out of the top five players, would you wind up having four out of the top five gold to go to the Golden State Warriors? When Bam Adebayo is at his peak form and Thus far, he's actually put together a very nice Game 7, but he's done his very good disappearing acts throughout the series. There is a debate as to whether or not, I mean, you wind up having four of those guys be on the Golden State Warriors, and that's just tough for any team to be able to overcome. Take a look no further than at the Dallas Mavericks, because Luka Doncic, I mean, you give him credit for the way that he's able to just stuff the statute, and Jalen Brunson has been able to come along for the ride, has been able to become a good number two scorer, but you can tell that, with the Mavericks just being completely outgunned, even though if you take a look at things like shot quality, the Dallas Mavericks should have done a little bit better. It's great that you have the analytics in your favor, but you need the guys to actually be able to step up and be able to hit those shots. And unfortunately for the Dallas Mavericks, they didn't just have any sort of a supporting cast whatsoever. And you have to feel like with the Miami Heat, especially if Jimmy Butler winds up being able to get his team to the finals and there just winds up being lingering effects of the injuries that he's taken throughout the series, that that is just something that winds up sinking them a little bit more. And then on the Boston Celtics side, 
mentioned it with regards to the defense. And at the very least, you do have yourself a little bit of a tandem that's able to step up in Jason Tatum. And then behind him, Jalen Brown, who's been having himself a relatively solid night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, when it comes to the three-point shooting of the Boston Celtics, that is a very hit or miss. We have seen that all throughout the series. There are times where they're hot. There are times that where they are absolutely ice cold, but at the very least, they can themselves do a very solid job of being able to push a team out of form, and we've seen that really be one of the calling cards of the Golden State Warriors, so we're going to be monitoring everything that we wind up getting, and this is a game that should be probably going final about an hour or so once we do wind up getting that opening game line, and once we do wind up getting a serious price, I'm going to be passing that along to you as it's going to be a very busy show right here on The Look At, and coming up next, a man that follows all the trends just across all sports. Dave Tooley does a tremendous job over here at the network. He is going to be joining me right here on The Look At on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Winning never looked better. Make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with H&M. Wear that feeling predictions challenge. You've got three pools to be able to compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com HM now to be able to get on the action. H&M to make everyone look and feel great. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details as it is a look at right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network and Great to have Dave Tooley on the podcast. You're able to follow him on Twitter at a view from Vegas. Guy does a tremendous job being able to take a look at everything that we've got in the sports betting world, all the trends. And Dave, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Hey, always glad to be here. Uh, whether it's you or Scott at the helm, it's <laughs> yeah, always great to look back over the weekend here and uh, and look ahead. Yep, absolutely. And one of my main philosophies, as you know, is Money is money. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the NBA playoffs, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, football once that winds up getting in season, or a different kind of football, USFL. I know that you've been taking a look at quite a bit of what's been happening in this league. I know that there was a big run on overs. What's been happening over the last week or so with regards to USFL that's been pointing, that's been really catching your attention? Yeah, we talk about this uh, just about every week. Cause this uh, has definitely been intriguing. The unders started eight and four to the first three weeks, and uh, luckily we were on those early. But then uh, you know, the books adjusted, so um, looked at looked at the overs and uh, 
went to 11 and 1 uh, the three previous weeks and this week uh, split 2 and 2 um the uh the Stellings Mahler's game depending on what you when when you caught it if you had bet earlier at over 41 and a half you could have gotten got over but the closing line 42 and a half so stayed under with a 26-16 win uh, by the Stallions, but they uh, Stallions undefeated seven and zero in the USFL. But this is their first non-cover. They were laying twelve and a half, and only won by ten. And uh, so yeah, over/unders two and two this week, but still seventeen and eleven overall. So uh, yeah, that two and two kind of shows you that uh, yeah the book has kind of leveled it off a little bit. So uh, you kind of got to be more uh, selective. Uh, fortunately, I was on the general Bennett's under on Saturday and then the stars gamblers over today. So two and all on the weekend by, uh, again, just trying to be more, more selective now that, uh, the odds are kind of leveled off. And I'm not going to go out here and tell you that buzz for the USFL is quite what it is with regards to the NFL, but I know that there's been quite a few people talking about it. And you know what, if you've been able to gauge these totals, it has been highly profitable for you. And I do think that that's big in really a lot of sports in general, because I know that a sport that both you and I really love is baseball taking a look at sort of the zigzag that we wind up seeing with regards to trends because we wind up seeing a very heavy undertrend first two to three weeks of the season. And ever since then, been a little bit more stagnant because under started out at right around 60% in those first two to three weeks. Now it's right around 53-ish percent, give or take a little bit for the entirety of the season. And I do think that with regards to all sports, it is very important to take a look at because the bookmakers, they're certainly taking a little bit of a peek at things and they're seeing, oh, you know what? 50% of games and insert your sport here have wound up going under. We need to adjust. And I think that that's something big to take a look at no matter the sport that you do handicap. Oh, I definitely agree. Uh, again, that, that's the main reason why at the View from Vegas on Twitter, I, I, <laughs> I try, try, post the trends every night. Uh, kind of keeping an eye on them. Again, I, I always try and warn people. You know, don't be a slave, slave to the trends. You know, don't don't jump on something just because something's hot because it's probably bound to reverse uh, when the odds makers are adjusting. But uh, but again, if you can get ahead of the trends, it, it certainly always helps. And uh, like you said, yeah, unders were the way to go early in the season. Um, again, whether it was the baseballs or the weather. Lack of, lack of spring training for the pitchers, all that kind of stuff kind of combined. But, uh, yeah, the odds makers, you know, lowered those totals. A lot of games, you know, with, you know, six and a half, seven, seven and a half. You know, when, when we you kind of thought with the National League getting the DH that maybe these totals would be higher. But, uh, yeah, it definitely were just as lower. And uh, then, you know, the, the bats uh, heat up. And so now, the, yeah, the overs have been, been much, uh, much hotter. And, uh but you know, yet Saturday the tongue and tongue about trends. The dogs were twelve and five on Saturday, <laughs> twelve outright upsets out of the seventeen games, which included two double headers. But uh, t- today on a, a Sunday, favorites eleven and three with the uh, Sunday night game still pending. Yep, and right now, if you're taking a look at that Sunday night game, Nick Cassianos with a three-run homer, so that puts the Phillies up, and they were the underdog in this spot. So interesting to take a look at that. And to your point. Just because we might have seen like over sitting at like 55% for the first few weeks of a season or something like that. That doesn't mean the next day take every single under. You probably still want to be actually taking a look at the matchup itself, taking a look at the true spot. So don't wind up blindly betting the trends, but at the same time, always be mindful of them. I think is the best way of going about it. And Dave, with regards to what we've seen in terms of underdogs and favorites in baseball, something that I've noticed because you want to just bring it up 
it feels like a lot of these shorter underdogs, they've been having a little bit of a tough time of it. When you wind up seeing a team like at a plus 110, plus 115, sort of on that short line, those have been the ones that have had a little bit of a rough go. But I've been noticing a lot of these underdogs at, we're going to call it north of a plus 150, they've actually been getting there a little bit more than what people have expected. I'm not sure if you've been really taking away the same thing, but I've noticed that if you've been betting short underdogs, been a little bit of a tougher go for you rather than if you've been willing to take a little bit more of a shot on some of these teams that wind up getting north of a plus 150. Yeah, that's one of those things that uh, it kind of ends up being anecdotal. <laughs> and you know, especially if you happen to be on uh, one set of those, you usually tend to notice those more. But uh, I think, uh, again, I, I, I've done yeah, I've done well with those some of those dogs in the 150, 160 range. Um, and like you said, uh, I, I think, you know, the ones that are near pick them, I mean, I guess they're, you know, they're pick them usually for a reason because they are, you know, 50, 50. So yeah, you, you hope you at least can, uh, come out ahead on those. Yep. And if you wind up having a slightly better win percentage on plus 110, like say that's a difference of 2% because you're getting just so much juice on like plus 150 plus 160, and then you're able to go down the list because on times on the major league baseball betting board, you're able to find a couple north of plus two dollars whether or not they hit that day that is always a question but when you wind up getting to north of two dollars you don't need a very high hit rate to be able to start profiting when it comes to those so always interesting to be able to take a look at that and dave i know that you've done a great job of being able to take a look at these nba playoffs all just throughout the year because i know you've been doing a great job taking a look at a lot of road teams that as it stands right now the boston celtics up by 12 in this game against the miami heat midway through the third quarter and just looking forward a little bit more. Would your approach change a little bit more if the Heat are able to come back and are able to win this series? Because I think it's going to be interesting to play this finals, whether it is the Celtics or the Heat that wind up being able to advance and play the Warriors. Yeah, with the Heat, I think a lot of it's going to come down to uh, what their injury report is between now and game one on Thursday. Uh, Again, they'll have some time here. Maybe, maybe some of the walking wounded can uh, can get get back in or or get more healthy than the ones who have been playing. Um, but uh, it, so either either way, I think uh, Celtics Heat. I'll probably uh, be on them more um, in more games as dogs in the finals. Um, again, the, the Celtics definitely. Uh, that yeah, like you said, the Heat is going to be a little more conditional to, to make sure that they uh, they have the firepower to keep up keep up with the Warriors. Uh, in either case. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll probably still go ahead and play game one again, just because you know it's not like you know usually team might only have uh, two days uh, to to prepare after winning a game seven, but here they're going to have you know three full days off and into a fourth day before playing again. So I think uh, I think the I think the East is definitely alive with the way both these teams play defense. Yep, and do you think that there might be a little bit of value on some of these road team once again? Because I know that you've been taking a little bit of a zigzag. I know, especially in this Celtics versus Heat series, you did wind up taking a lot at the a, a look a lot at the road teams. Do you think you might have a little bit of a similar approach here in the finals? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. When they're on on the road games one and two, uh, again, we'll see how close to pick them uh, the games are when the East teams are are at home and the uh, yeah games in the middle games. Yep, it's going to be interesting to take a look at what we're going to be getting in the NBA Finals and. As we were doing this, Heat won a pretty much cutting the lead in half by being able to drain that lead to seven. So I'm going to be taking a look at this all night long. 
Unfortunately, we don't have set answers with regards to what we're going to be getting in the NBA Finals quite yet, but we're going to have that soon. And Dave, I know that you're going to be doing a great job of taking a look at that and so much more. Always a pleasure having you on the look at, my friend. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Have a great week, everyone. Dave does an absolutely amazing job. Just taking a look at all the trends in general that we wind up finding in all these playoff series when it comes to the NHL, NBA, when it comes to USFL, as you wind up hearing, list goes on and on. So it is always a pleasure to be able to get him aboard. And I mentioned it as we were closing out that interview. The Celtics wound up getting up by a count of 72 to 60. The Heat, they have come back. They wound up being able to bury a deuce and then a three. So right now, if you're looking at this thing live, right around a 209 to a 210 total. And the Celtics, they find themselves a live favorite of six and a half. So I'm going to be monitoring that all night long. And I'm sure this fan is going to be monitoring this as well. Dwayne Clucci does a terrific job over there at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook. Really one of the friendliest guys you're able to find in Vegas. We're going to get a view from behind the counter with him next right here on VSIN Esports Bank Network. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of the look at is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, which is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zin Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available at 10 varieties and two strengths, so that way you're able to find the satisfaction level perfect for you. Zin is America's number one nicotine pouch and is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. So go to zyn.com slash find to be able to locate a store nearest you. That is zyn.com slash find. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on The Look Ed with myself, Greg Peterson, and great to have on our guest, Swing Clucci, one of the most friendly men that you're ever going to meet. Does a great job over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, and you're able to follow him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. And always a pleasure having you on this show, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks, Greg, for having me on, and I, I appreciate it as always. I appreciate you, and you know what else I appreciate? The fact that we are getting some Memorial Day hockey. It is going to be Game 7 between the Carolina Panthers and the New York Rangers. And in terms of a futures perspective, did you guys wind up taking much action on either the Hurricanes or the Rangers? Because I think that this has been just a really intriguing series in general. And as we know, Sort of the two juggernauts out there remaining right now are the Avalanche and the Lightning, but I think that both of these teams are very intriguing, and I mean, it bears out with the fact that this is going to a Game 7. Very equally matched teams. Yeah, definitely, and we did see some Carolina Hurricane uh, futures action, Greg. I have to say, you know, uh, the Rangers held steady pretty much between 25 20 to 1 now still 16 to 1 at the rampart south point so we're offering real good odds on the new york rangers definitely carolina was a little more popular in the futures market as was edmonton and colorado who are uh, uh, an intriguing matchup and definitely one of the better matchups that we will see in the last few years and with the hurricane uh, the lightning excuse me waiting in uh, you know for the hurricane ranger winner it's going to be great from a handle perspective especially from my side of the counter because you have a two-time reigning champion everybody loves the avalanche i mean people are waiting for them to finally rise to the top edmonton you have mcdavid you have dry so you have all this great parody greg and definitely the nhl playoffs uh, I, I say it time and time again have somewhat outdone the nba playoffs this year and you know naturally the nba is going to have a little more handle but 
But without the Vegas Golden Knights, the NHL handle has been uh, super. That's good to hear because I absolutely love what we've been seeing out of these Stanley Cup playoffs thus far. And if you take a look at the last 30 days in the NHL, so pretty much what we've been seeing this postseason, home teams have been hitting over the last 30 days at a 63.5% clip straight up on the money line. What have you made out of this? Because I think when you take a look at home courts, home fields, in this case, home ice, when it comes across all sports, I think that we both agree college basketball is really the biggest of them. But that said, with regards to the NHL, I've always put it a little bit lower just because I've always found that it's been quite easy for teams to be able to get some road wins when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs. That has not been the case this year. Yeah, it's been a lot different this year, Greg. And I have to say, you know, you did have that bubble year, so it was hard to get a gauge on that. And then you started to play with the out fans at certain home venues. So that changed it up a lot. But this year, Carolina has held, uh, you know, held home ice throughout. They have not lost a game on home ice, and it's going to be tested tomorrow night. It's going to be a fabulous game. The Rangers have been fabulous in the Garden. I think they broke their all-time record uh, in Ranger hockey history for consecutive wins at Madison Square Garden. So you're definitely right, Greg. You're seeing a lot of home ice, and it's definitely playing itself out, especially in this series, in the prior series against the Bruins, the Hurricanes health serve. So uh, I expect somewhat uh, the same unless Antiranta is really rattled. And he didn't look good last game. So the Rangers definitely have a chance here, I have to say. Mika Zibanejad is, what, the, the third highest goal scorer in the NHL playoffs right now. Adam Fox is playing at a high level and definitely the Hurricanes have their back against the wall just because their goaltender played so poorly in the last game. And Greg, you watched it play out. They came out so aggressive, dominated the first seven minutes, and then Antiranta gave up a bad goal. Then he gave up another bad goal. So the Rangers definitely have a chance. I mean, I, I touted the Canes throughout this series. I have them, you know, in future wagers, etc. But it's going to be difficult. And definitely, like you said, the home ice has got to be the big advantage for the Hurricanes. They have to win that, uh, what is it, eight consecutive home games. So we'll see how it plays out. And to your point about the Hurricanes, thus far in the playoffs, they have won every single one of their games at home. They have lost every single one of their games on the road. That's just absolutely (laughs) wild to take a look at because, I mean, regardless of the sport, home field, home court, what have you, it means something. Typically, you don't wind up having it be that demonstrative. So, That's going to be a lot of fun to take a look at. And then we already know what we're going to be getting with regards to one side of the finals with the Oilers taking on the Colorado Avalanche. And right now, I believe that you guys have the Avalanche as a minus 170 favorite when it comes to game one of that series with the total at six and a half. And is there any reason to think that we're not going to get a very high scoring series? Because we remember that Oilers versus Flames series where goaltending was pretty much non-existent. You might as well put up there just like, some immovable object to try to stop the puck because that was pretty much your best hope that the guys were scoring left and right. It was tremendous. And as we know, Colorado, very high octane offense. What are you expecting from this series? Because I do think that much like we wound up seeing in Oilers versus flames, goaltending probably not going to be the forte of this one. Yeah, definitely. Greg again, uh, you know, Darcy Kemper has to outplay Mike Smith. You know, similar to the last series where, you you know, you basically have a Vezina Trophy finalist who can't outplay Mike Smith. 
McDavid, Kane, they were fabulous. This is going to be a great series. But I will say, you know, two of the games early in the season were low scoring. Both went to overtime, one to a shootout. Both Colorado won. And then the game later in the season, Edmonton beat them 6-3. So the season series is Colorado 2-1 thus far. I think it's going to be a lot on Kemper, McCarr, those guys. You know what McKinnon and Landis God could do. They definitely got over the hump winning that key game against St. Louis where everybody thought they might falter again and lose and become another casualty as the Western Conference leader. But they definitely proved some merit. But Edmonton was fabulous against uh, Calgary. I was so surprised at that series. And Evander Kane's play definitely led them now into this conference final. And you have McDavid setting him up. Dreisaitl is right there, the top goal scorer in the NHL playoffs. This is going to be a dogfight. And like you said, Greg, high scoring, definitely, unless Kemper plays on his head, because I think he's the better of the two goaltenders, but it's a slight margin. And I felt that Calgary had that advantage in the last series, and you saw what happened there. So definitely, this is going to be a great series. Like you said, we're sitting at 170 at the Rampart in South Point. Six and a half is favored at minus 125. And our series price at the Rampart in South Point, uh, Colorado, obviously, minus 240. Uh, Oilers plus 200 on the buyback with that home ice advantage. I think it's the Avalanche's year. I got to say, I think they're going to do it. It's going to be so interesting to see what we wind up getting in the series as well, because you still got the two-time champion, the Lightning, that are out there. A lot of books right now have them right around that plus 240, plus 250-ish range, give or take a little bit with regards to their odds. As you mentioned, the Avalanche, they are the big, giant favorites right now, and they're going to be taking on an Oilers team that has won the best in the game and Connor McDavid. It's going to be interesting to see where his player props wind up landing as well because this has been a guy that has been absolutely on fire throughout the series. Cannot forget about Evander Kane and all that he's done as well. And when it comes to the NBA, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. The fact that we really don't know who's going to be in the finals right now. The Boston Celtics have the league going into the fourth quarter. But is there any more slash less liability if the Celtics are able to hold on and are able to pull it out? Or have you guys taken a little bit more on the heat here in recent days? I'll be honest, Greg, the liability is with the Golden State Warriors. So we're preparing for that, obviously. And definitely this series, you saw it was momentum swings. And you're seeing a three-point favorite on the road tonight with the Celtics. They opened two and a half. So we saw a little Celtic money. Naturally, we have liability on the Celtics because of that big win streak, but nothing like the Golden State Warriors. We're anticipating this final. We're hoping to get as much handle, and this goes hopefully six or seven games, which it should. I'll be honest with you. Even if the Heat are there, and they definitely have a chance, you know, late in this game, it's going to be interesting because I felt the Eastern Conference was a little tougher this year and more difficult to go through as opposed to the Suns and Warriors, which we pretty much knew who was going to represent there outside of that Laker money that we always have, Greg. So this is going to be a great series, regardless if it's the Heat or the Celtics. It's looking like the Celtics, and naturally people were riding them. Like I said, with that late momentum late in the season, it was incredible, even though the Heat are the number one seed. Yep, and we always get momentum on this show whenever we get Dwayne Colucci on there. Dwayne, you do an absolutely amazing job over there at the Rampart. You come on every Sunday. You always bring it. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Thanks, Greg. It's a real pleasure. I appreciate it. Have a great Memorial Day weekend.
Dwayne is one of the best in the business. And coming up next, we are going to be taking a little bit more of a look at what we're getting on the diamond right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. It is updated every 10 minutes, so that way you're able to see all the changes in the action and you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money just doesn't match up with the public opinion. You, you can check out everything not just for today's action but for future events as well betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter better year-round so check out today's betting splits for every single game now at vsin.com as it is a look at with myself greg peterson big thanks to the guests that joined me in the last two segments dave tooley does a terrific job over here at vsin taking a look at all the trends we're seeing in darn near every sport everything that we wind up seeing in football during the nfl season and well, I guess it is football season because he's doing a great job looking at the USFL, does a great job with his thorough bed takes as well. List goes on and on, always does a great job. And then you've got... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Dwayne Clucci over there at the Rampart. Join me in the last segment. Guys, a wealth of knowledge, does a great job being able to take a look, especially at the NHL. We wound up diving into that with him in the last segment. So big thanks to both of those gentlemen for joining me in the last two segments. And if you're taking a look at the MLB card for Monday, I'm going to be diving into it a little bit more here as the show winds up going along. But we do now have some starters with regards to the Brewers and the Cubs double dip. If you're wondering who Matt Swarmer is, he is going to be the game one starter for the Chicago Cubs on Monday going up against Ethan Small. If you're wondering who Ethan Small is, well, I believe that this is going to be his first career start as well. So you're going to have a pair of young guys out there. And then a little bit more of a to-be-expected pitching matchup in Game 2 is going to be Aaron Ashby against Drew Smiley. We have yet to see any numbers come up for Smiley against Ashby. But as I'm seeing it right now, the Brewers with Eric Small, he is going to be a very slight, or Ethan Small, I should say. He's going to be a very slight favorite there. I'll dive into that here in a minute. But just give you guys a little bit of an update because... The Heat, they are getting warm as it is 82 to 79 right now. You just wound up having the first quarter or the final quarter wind up tipping off. If you're looking at this live, you're going to be finding the Heat right around a three and a half point underdog with your live total anywhere between two and 208 and a half, seeing as low as a 206 and a half. But now you've got the Celtics going to the free throw line. They bury a pair. So 
That puts them up 84 to 79. But we'll be keeping up to date here. And once we do wind up having some sort of a series price, and once we do wind up having the game one line revealed as to whether or not it's going to be the Celtics or the Miami Heat, I will pass that along to you. Or maybe we wind up getting so many overtimes that we don't wind up getting one. I don't think anyone would complain because if we wind up getting enough overtimes for like two hours, well, that would mean that we've got ourselves a very, very good barn burner of a game going down there. But that said, when it comes to what we're going to be getting out there in Major League Baseball, I'll pass along my DK Nation pick in our number two. And we're going to be talking about these games a little bit later on with especially Andrew Kaylee and Justin Perry. We're going to be joining me in our number two and our number three of the look at. But I do think that it's intriguing taking a look at some of these teams that are going from east to west. And we are going to be seeing a case of which Houston Astros are going to be doing quite a bit of travel. And right now, I think that you might have a little bit of a value play here on this one. As we go 919-920 on the betting board, Houston Astros going to be in the road. They're going to be facing off against the Oakland A's with Paul Blackburn going for the A's and from Valdez going for Houston. Right now, I'm seeing the market having Houston right around minus 180 across the board. And with the Oakland A's, you're finding them in a lot of places right around a plus 160 to a plus 165 and. This just looks a little bit off to me. I wound up setting this with regards to my personal handicap. I always put this up on VSIN every single day. It's one of our betting tools to be able to help you guys out. I always just put up my handicap. I think the total and the side should be. I pretty much do it without book, without juice because, well, I am not a book, so I don't need to put up a straddle. So I just wind up putting up what I think has value itself. But I wound up making the Houston Astros a minus-137 favorite here, so... I'm seeing about a 40 cent difference between what I want up setting it and the books. And the big reason why is not because from Valdez is bad by any stretch of the imagination. He has been giving up right around three and a half to four walks per nine innings, but he's done a great job of being able to keep the ball in the yard is backed up by a Houston Astros team. that I think this would surprise you. They are currently the number one team with regards to home unders in major league baseball because their bullpen has been number one in terms of ERA this season. Guys like Ryan Stanek, you're even able to throw in there Rafael Montero. And Rafael Montero, he right now is a ERA of a 0.50. It's absolutely insane what we've seen, but Paul Blackburn is one of the most disrespected pitchers out there in the big leagues. A lot of it is because the Oakland A's have been sort of a flaming dumpster fire thus far this season. Not necessarily the players. Players are giving you a good effort. They're trying to win every single night, but ownership made some not-so-great decisions with regards to how they've handled their season ticket holders and their fans. I think that that's a very good way of being able to put it, but you do take a look at what Blackburn has been able to do. He's been amazing. He has given up just two home runs over the course of 47 and two-thirds innings, actually one home run in 47 and two-thirds innings. His walks per nine rate hovers right around at 2.2. Not much of a swinging miss guy. Never has been throughout his career. He's gotten right around five and a half strikeouts per nine innings. It's a little bit higher this year at a 6.8, but... Not like this guy is out there just generating a bunch of swings and misses, but he has been as steady Eddie as they come. He has given up three earned runs or fewer in every one of his starts thus far this season. And you just take a look at what he's been able to do for this team. They are 8-1 and one in his starts. And a lot of these games, they haven't necessarily provided him with a lot of run support as they have scored four runs or fewer in now five out of his last six starts, and he's won five of them. So, Paul Blackburn has been able to do a tremendous job with that regard. And something that I think is just so critical when it comes to handicapping baseball, for those of you guys that have listened to my podcast, the Baseball Betting Show, which you're able to find on the Visa and Bets Bets feed. We keep it consistent with regards to the upload time, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern every single day. I wind up diving into just 
the way that the ball winds up dying a little bit more in the air when it comes to the West Coast versus the East Coast, like Oakland is the biggest of them. You've got the marine layer, layer that winds coming out during the night. It becomes very, very pitcher-friendly during the night. During the daytime, you don't wind up having as much of that. You wind up having it actually become, as a matter of fact, a little bit more of a hitter-friendly ballpark, and I do think that that's something that you do want to take a look at because this is a Oakland A's team that, out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball, they are 30th with regards to their batting average. They just have not had a good run of things in general. They don't have a single guy that's given you more than six home runs this season. And then for the Houston Astros, this is an offense that you still have a lot of those pieces that they want to be able to make those World Series runs with. You still have out there Jose Altuve, Michael Brantley. These two guys have been able to do a tremendous job of being able to get on base. And so many people were wondering why they wound up letting go of Carlos Correa during the offseason. Answer is, Jeremy Pena has been just as good as Carlos Correa this year, if not a little bit better. He's hitting right around 300. He's been able to supply right around 8-9 to nine home runs this season, so he's been able to do a solid job of being able to hold down the fort. But with the Oakland A's, all of a sudden, this has been a team that they have been able to get a little bit more hot with regards to bats because we're going to call it what it is. They couldn't really get a whole heck of a lot more cold with regards to their offense, but take a look at things. They've been able to score at least four runs and now five out of their last six games, but... You do also have a bullpen that has been relatively solid throughout the season. They have seen a little bit of a dip in production in their last few days. If you take a look out of the 30 MLB teams right now, Oakland clocking in at right around 19th with regards to bullpen ERA, but they still have Danny Jimenez. They still have Sam Maul. Both of these guys have been able to post up a sub-250 ERA. They've both been relatively solid for this team. And then when it comes to Houston Astros, this has been a bunch that they've been able to get good pitching all season long. But I do think that this is a situation which... Should the Oakland A's be an underdog? Absolutely. I don't think that they should be as big of an underdog as they are. So we're going to dive into the slate for MLB a little bit later on during the show, but wanted to give you guys a little bit of an underdog pick that I've got right here. And when it comes to the total, I do think that that is pretty intriguing as well. Right now you're finding it in a lot of places a 7. And this is one in which if it were, once again, a nighttime game, I would be looking a little bit more at the under now. The juice is minus 120 on the over, but this is a total I wound up setting at a 7.8. If this were a game that it was played during the nighttime, I think that the 7 would be appropriate, but with it being a daytime game out there in Oakland, I'm going to be taking a look at an over personally on this one, and I was talking about this with Wayne a little bit earlier, just with what we've got with regards to the Stanley Cup playoffs. I do think that taking a look at things is going to be just so fascinating in general because you do have yourself two juggernaut teams in my opinion, with the Colorado Avalanche along with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right now, as it stands, odds to be able to win the Stanley Cup, you've got clocking in at a plus 120, the Colorado Avalanche at DraftKings. You wind up having from there a team in the Tampa Bay Lightning that have won two straight titles. They're right now finding themselves right around a 240. No question, it's a case in which the two teams that are going to be squaring off on Monday, the Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. They are currently the two longest shots on the board with Hurricanes at plus 650 and the Rangers at 13 to 1. But I do think that both of these series that we do wind up getting, those are going to be great with regards to the conference championships. But take a look at game seven. I do think that you have to default a little bit more to the home team. I recognize that's a little bit more chalky, but I do think that you've got yourself a situation which home ice is meaning more and more in the NHL than it has in the past. I'll dive into that sort of sentiment a little bit later on. And something else I'm going to be diving into 
what we've got with regards to the diamond with regards to my dk nation pick we've got two great stars that are going to be going down in the desert on monday and we're going to be previewing that game next right here on the look at on beeson greg peterson filling in for scott seidenberg tonight right here on beeson the sports bank network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs> 